This is Dr. Sweet. Welcome to part three in our series on decision-making. In part one, we had so much fun discussing the 10 questions you should ask every time you have to make a decision. In part two, we talked about not making elevated decisions, but to take the seven steps, the seven steps that are necessary for ethical decision-making. Here, in our final session, part three, we're going to discuss emotional decision-making. Now, let's jump right in. Emotions are not terrible. They really help us. They are a guide to help us understand that we're in the middle of feeling something. And they may warn us about things that are going to hurt us, or they may make us feel gratitude about things that please us. And they are helpful. For example, if you are feeling really excited about something, you may be more inclined to want to go ahead and make a decision about it. If you're feeling bored about something, that could be a motivation for you to find something else that's more passionate. So emotions can be a guide. The trouble starts when we let them run the show. So I want to review with you now a couple of emotions that can easily run the show and take you off course in your decision making. The first thing is being too excited. Excitement is not a bad thing. As I said, excitement can help us really feel motivated to move forward and eager to get something done. Excitement can breed enthusiasm, and that's good. The trouble is, when we get too excited, we may lose judgment. When we feel really excited about something, we are more likely to underestimate the risk that is involved in making a decision. We may be more into the thrill of the decision, and that might mislead us into taking a bad risk. So when you feel excitement, it's a reason to stop and pause and think through what emotion you're feeling and ask yourself, how might this excitement make me underestimate the risk that's involved in this decision? Am I missing something because I'm so excited? Number two, feeling super sad. When we feel really sad or down, that's another risk point. Research shows that we're likely to lower our goals when we feel sad. We're likely to not strive as high and not challenge ourselves as much when we're feeling sad. So, Watch out when you're sad and you want to make a big decision because you may not go for it because you're feeling down and you're feeling sad. And sadness can create the sense that, why should I bother anyway? It's not going to work out. It could become a negative voice in your head. So before you make a final decision, Determine if you're in the middle of some sadness or feeling depressed and think through whether or not you may need some help to be sure you're not making a decision that's lower than what you should be aiming and striving for. The third thing to watch out for is anxiety. Now, I did mention that anxiety could be good because it can spur us to be more careful, but when anxiety begins to run the show, when we're feeling super anxious, what the research says is that we'll likely have trouble separating what we're anxious about to make a new decision. So you can be anxious about something completely different than the decision that you're going to make. 
It could be in some other area in your life that you're just anxious and nervous about. And yet and still, that can seep into your decision making. So when you're feeling nervous like that, you may refuse to create a change. You may refuse to do something different. You may want the safety of knowing what works. And as a result, your thinking might be clouded by the anxiety and you're not making the best decision. So we talked about being too excited. We talked about feeling sad and we talked about feeling anxious. I want to talk about another emotion that's also important, feeling angry, feeling intensely angry or intensely upset about something. Well, we all know that that's a time that you really shouldn't make a decision. Sometimes you're driving in a car, for example, and somebody cuts you off or something happens. And boy, this rush of rage, they call it road rage, whatever you want to call it, rage or anxiety sweeps in. And before you know it, our thinking apparatus in our brain, the part of our brain that makes rational decisions, the prefrontal cortex, is overtaken by my more limbic structures, other structures that want to have us react immediately. So you and I both know that when we're anxious, that is not the time. That is not the time to make a decision because anger can make us take a high-risk, low-payoff choice. And that can impair our progress or it can create consequences based on choices that we made under intense emotion. So there you have it. Don't be too excited. Don't be too sad. Don't be too angry. Remember, anger is not good for decision-making. And certainly don't allow yourself to be too anxious. So this is Dr. Sweet. I'd like to review with you one more time. Do not let excitement, anxiety, feelings of sadness or anger and embarrassment, shame, whatever you want to call it. Don't let these things run the show when you're making a decision. The best thing you can do is to balance these emotions and allow some logic to come in, right? So the best thing you can do is ask yourself, what am I feeling? And acknowledge it. Pay attention to the way you're feeling and then recognize how those emotions might be distorting your thinking and or influencing your behavior. Then apply some logic. Take a step back. Breathe and allow the emotional reactivity to settle down for a minute. And then follow the five or seven step, the seven steps that we talked about in the last podcast. Or just if you're really on the fly, ask the 10 questions. If you can't remember the 10 questions, why don't I review for you now some things that you can do to help. You can stop and pause. Remember, that's the first thing you can do. That's always helpful. When you stop and pause, you should then breathe. Focus on your breathing, which would get you into the moment. And then... You should ask yourself, what am I feeling? What is the emotion in front of me? What am I actually feeling? Once you've done that, then you can ask yourself, what do I really want? What is my goal? What do I really want to happen here? Aside from my emotions. Then consider the alternatives. Generate at least three or four different alternatives that you can possibly do. And once you've generated the alternatives, weigh them out and then make a choice. Once you've made a choice, ask yourself this. What are the consequences of my choices? If the consequences are good and you don't see a problem, then go for it. 
if you sense that the consequences might be troubling or it may cause you a problem, well then slow down and start the process over again. Come back and make the decision a bit later. Pausing and taking a day or two, especially if the decision is complex, pausing for a day or two, taking some time to walk out in nature, go for a run, do some activity that makes you feel happy or puts you in a different mood might be the best thing you could do before making the decision. So this is Dr. Sweet. Before you make any big decision, remember, always ask yourself, what is the emotion that you're feeling? Check your emotional thermometer. If it's a really big decision or you're really having trouble, don't make the decision today. Don't make a snap decision. Don't do it. Take some time, relax, go for a run, go for a walk, Go do some activity that can help you relax, that can help you take your mind off of what you're deciding on, and then come back to it. You will find that if you give your emotions a chance to settle down, you will end up making a more rational, more logical, and perhaps an even better decision than you did once you were feeling the emotions. This is Dr. Sweet. Until next time, remember, Stay in balance and make good decisions.